The following is an original, actual play Dungeons & Dragons podcast featuring comedians and improvisers in the great state of Vermont. Welcome to Improvised Weapons. Last time on Improvised Weapons. They're medieval protein bars. Who spiked my water bottle? Was it you, Rihanna? <gasps> the map! We're getting a first map. It's Aaron's first map. Oh my Back gosh. on the pond. It's 3D. Yeah. It's 3D. If the shack doors are locking, don't come a knocking. <laughs> Can I prod the chest with my rod? Refresh chest. <laughs> you sing a high note. And then you sing a higher note, and you're putting Steve Perry from Journey to Shame. Oh my gosh, no! Oh gosh, no! <laughs> Ladies have been doing one of that rods for years, okay? Uh, mimic? More like mini dick. You shall not fall this day. <laughs> See a dentist if you're gonna be biting people. Oh, my students would have loved this. They're really into slime right now. Yeah, together again <laughs> for the first time. Can't drive stick? Well, that's not a problem. You can still participate in our review drive. You don't even need a license. Just review us on your podcast platform of choice, screenshot that bad boy, and email it to us at improvisedweaponsvt at gmail.com, along with a mailing address, and we'll send you one of our FDA-approved stickers. Now, let's hit it and crit it. Welcome to Improvised Weapons. Last time on the show, the party made it to Verisayorsa, and at a shrine at the very bottom of the mountain, they were reunited with an old friend as the gods teleported Eowyn from her post at Blackbeak Academy to them. Uh, as the party reconvened, said their hellos and their how are yous and all of that, Eowyn and Ildov shared a tepid handshake. <laughs> uh, and the party began to trek up the mountain as they described to Eowyn exactly what was going on, what they were all about, what they were about to do. Uh, along the way, they found a, a, a dilapidated shack on the side of the mountain. And upon inspecting it, uh, inside there were some magical auras and there was a chest, which turned out to be a mimic, a uh, creature that mimics other objects in a uh, in an attempt to lure creatures towards it that it can eat. It was a very tense battle uh, as Ildov got stuck to the mimic via its adhesive properties several times, uh, but eventually they were able to strike it down. And in investigating the shack and the rubble of it after they were finished with it, uh, they found a couple of magic items uh, which will certainly be of some use to them. Uh, we pick up now with the party outside the shack, taking a short rest uh, so that Olash can attune to her new bracers of defense uh, and so that anyone who is injured is welcome to use their hit dice to heal. Uh, anything in particular you all would like to do? How long is a short rest? Short rest is about an hour. So that's no, what... Good. Yeah, no, I'm good. I mean, you can take longer if you want. I mean, um, if I... Yeah, if I short rest, I can uh, regain my inspiration, so I think that's not a bad idea. 
I'm good. I'd like to take a short rest. Well, we're short oh, resting yeah, anyway because yeah. oh, everyone yeah, yeah. needs to attune to a oh, we are. Oh, right, yes, right. we're definitely yes. taking a short yeah, yeah. rest. Okay. Uh, then... During which time I'm not going to be doing anything. I'm okay. going to. Um, <clears throat> how's everyone doing health-wise, by the way? Oh yeah. Uh, I'm full. I'm Ildov okay. was the only one who took damage. Yeah. And you got healed back up. You're all good. Somebody... Uh no. She got healed once during the fight. I got healed fight? once, but then I was immediately attacked again. I'm just asking because I'm okay. I have like this... I'm just okay. She's at. You're at I have 27. 27. Oh, okay, that's not awful. No. Just um, if you are at any point, basically for resting and um using hit dice, just let me know because I can song of rest and add a little bit to that. Basically. Wait, do I? Should I roll to? Do you want to regain some hit points, or do you want to let it ride? How long do I have to rest to regain? So hit you points? guys are taking a short rest, regardless. So if you want to okay. roll your hit dice, you can. Okay. That uh, is what they're for. Yeah, sure. Just one yes. or six. You can roll as many as you want. Oh. But you don't get them back until you take a long rest. Mm. Go for it. I'll do. Wait. I think eight. it's probably that worth was... it. Yeah. What? Oh, I was just saying, I think it's probably worth it to heal. So Shoot. I get to okay. add um, three. a little bit to that. You get to add it. Like, if I play a, a magical song while you're doing while you're doing that, it adds a, an extra D8 to it. Oh. So Cassian plays okay. Abracadabra by the Steve Miller Band. <laughs> Cheer up, Charlie. Or, sorry, it's a D6. Um, it's a D6, not a D8? Yeah. Nine, thirteen, eighteen, nineteen, nineteen. Back up to full. Sweet. Okay. So Ildov is back up to full. I uh, just marked down that you used however many of your hit dice okay. you used. You all sort of finish up your short rest and go, uh, you know, sort of get back on the horses, get back in the wagon, and continue to travel up the mountain. Let's get some survival checks for your continued travel. Oh, jeez. Oh my god. Five. Eighteen. Nat one. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, luckily you're in the wagon. Real job dies. So you After all, all that, remount yeah. your horses and get ready to travel, and then you all look around, and for a brief moment you're all like, wait, which direction did we come from, and which direction were we going? Um, but then Eowyn immediately um, sort oh. of like looks around and is like, oh, this is the way, mm. and points points up. We were going that way up, remember? Uh, oh, right. Up the mountain. So you uh, you continue on up the mountain. Uh, what's everybody's passive perception? 20. 12. 13. 20? Um, wow. She took a feat I at took a fourth feat level. At fourth level, and I'm oh. very observant now. Nice. Yeah. So as you are traveling up the mountain, uh, going in the up direction, Eowyn, you're, uh, where would you say you are in the running order, sort of in the pack? Oh, I'm usually not a leader, so... Uh, it's usually Olash up front. Olash, I mean, I feel like Daybreak is really likes being in front, so Fred's probably <laughs> up there. Um, yeah. Or Cassian. And I'm on a horse. <laughs> so I'm either second or third, right? No, second, third, or fourth. Are you I'll riding be... Vin or Diesel? Mm. <laughs> wait, so, wait, so there are five of us and three horses and one cart. You have a wagon? And we have... Three Beach. horses. Yeah. Oh, so somebody's driving the wagon. Somebody's yeah. Yarfik drives the wagon. Yeah. Great. Ilda's so, in the wagon, and then three horses. Great. I'll be. Oh, then I'm second because I don't want to be behind. I don't because the third horse has to talk to Yarfik. So I'll be second. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> Although, actually, Yarvik's probably talking to me in the wagon. Great. I'm second anyway. Okay. okay. So Cassian's in front, Eowyn's behind, uh, then Olash, and then the wagon bringing up the rear uh, with Yarvik and Ildov the Wise just mm. chatting up a storm. Ugh. <laughs> well, he's chatting to me. And I feel like we are I'm being just... real rough on John while he's gone. <laughs> That's what you Yarfik. get for not being here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you guys are chatting up a storm, and uh, as you travel forward, Eowyn, you're looking ahead as you you know pick your head up from your book. One of those scant few times that you do that, and you see in the trees unnatural things things that aren't like regular growths of trees they look like hunting hides places um, where uh where you know someone waiting for an animal to come across would sort of wait to ambush guys um you know what you know what uh, uh, uh look, look up i feel like there are hunting hides up here hides look, like hides yeah. from an animal where a hunt no a hunter would create a a sort of nest type deal from which to peek and that they're able to see all the animals around them without the animals seeing them. Uh, like a blind. Like, look at that. Like, like a blind. Like, look up Look up there. Look at that. Uh, That's not oh. a natural... Peek. I'm going to peek out of the wagon and see what I can see. Roll perception. Mm-hmm. Eight. <laughs> uh, I mean, you see where Eowyn is pointing. Yeah. Um, but it's it's if from the angle you're looking, it's kind of hard to see through the foliage. So you're, you're like, I, I can't really see it. I'm not sure. Sorry, I get real quick. I got a, a fifteen for perception. Do I see what she's pointing? To? Yeah, you you see exactly where she's pointing. Can okay, we um, it... tell if there's anyone in them? Roll perception. Seventeen plus seven, right? No, five. Well, twenty-two. Uh, yeah, there's definitely something in there. In there, just the one. Well, in in the one you are looking at, there's okay. definitely uh someone in there. All told, you noticed about five of them. Five of them. Okay, guys, I see five hunting blinds i definitely know there's something in one of them shall we they there's no way they don't notice us yeah um i'll yeah, just we're uh, conspicuous yeah i'll turn to the nearest one and say uh hello i hope we haven't uh, scared off whatever game you're hunting <laughs> i'm gaussian von demos uh a famous hero uh, well-renowned bard uh, accomplished lover swordsman tunneler lawyer who are you no oh, nothing new since i was gone okay <laughs> As you say that. Hero of Destiny. Oh. <laughs> oh, right. Got to throw that one in at the end. <laughs> uh, as you say that, the leaves on these blinds and the trees, all five of them, part. And you see uh, elven heads <gasps> pop out with bows and arrows drawn. And they nope. look down upon you, and one of them shouts, Ils anftek shore, tilles kofwien. Which anyone who knows Elvish, uh, which I believe is everybody but Yarfik. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not doing that to shit on him. Like it's just literally not one of his languages. No, Cassian also does not speak okay, Elvish. Okay, Cassian also doesn't. So uh, Eowyn, Ildov, and even Olash speaks hmm. Elvin. All know that that means go no further. What are you doing here? I translate for Cassian, who's directly in front of me. I'll translate right. for Yarfik. Olash is just like, I'm good, I know. So. I guess maybe, um, I'm thinking maybe Wait, Ildov me... should do the talking here. Yeah, I can talk. People like me. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah, some some yeah. people like me. <laughs> I'm going to, as actually, as I'm saying this, I say, you know, in many ways, I think that uh, Ildov has the, the, the splendor and, and regal majesty of, like, uh, some sort of eagle, some sort of radiant eagle. And, uh... <laughs> 
I'm casting Eagle Eagle Splendor. So I, I I just want to be clear. This time when you cast Eagle Splendor, you're not doing that whole like salmon blood thing that you did. Well, last no, because I'm trying to be a little discreet about it. Okay, uh, gotcha. I, Cassian loves the salmon blood story, but it's like it's not. It's we don't really have time. That's fair. That's what, fair. Remind me what Eagle Splendor does. Yeah, what does that do? It Cassie. gives her advantage on charisma checks. Oh, for great. Oh, great. Whatever, well, as long as I'm concentrating. Cool. So, cool. Eldov, you um, clamber so down I, out of the wagon. Can I see what they look like? Uh, yeah, at this point, you can you can see what they look like. They're all, all five of them are elven. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like three men and two women. Although, it's even from this distance, since they're up in the trees, it's kind of hard to tell. Uh, elven features tend to be somewhat androgynous, but you're sure. kind of just going based yeah. on, like, the hairstyles. Most of them have very dark hair, uh, and they're they're not gaunt, necessarily, but they're very thin and thinner than the average elf is. Uh, but each of them is wearing a, like, deep forest green cloak. Uh, they all have wooden bows and arrows drawn on you. Okay, um, so I kind of walk up to where they can, like, clearly see mm-hmm. that I'm half-elf. So you, like, walk out and, like, brush your hair over your ears? Yeah, so I, like, like in, like, sort of a flirtatious way, you mm-hmm. know, where I'm just like, oh, <laughs> hi. <laughs> and then I, I like it's almost not necessary to say for Ildov at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I just assume that she's, like, a little bit flirtatious. Very yeah. coquettish, this one. <laughs> yeah. um, and then I say, oh, hi, listen, I'm I'm Ildov Kartrana, and these are uh, my dear friends. We're just... We're on a mission. Um, we are not on a mission to harm you at all whatsoever. Uh, we're just trying to get um, to the top of the mountain. We're, uh, it's a long story. Um, can I offer you some food? Uh, are you saying this in Elvish or in common? In Elvish. In Elvish, okay. Um, also in Elvish, they respond. Uh, but I will speak in normal English for now. Um, they respond, and this is the same one who spoke the first time. Uh, we do not suffer visitors lightly. Versayorsa is sacred. Oh, absolutely. Um, we That's why we're here, uh, because we are uh, searching for Agia's Tear. Have you heard of that before? We're on a mission from God. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Which one? <laughs> uh, kind of a lot, actually. Yeah, it's like, like five of them at this them. point. Most of them. Ajia's tear. We we do not know what this is. Uh, we read we read that it could be found in a thicket that should not be in a place that should not be. Did you guys ever tell me the Elvish name or any of its other names while you were describing it to me? Yeah. You did tell I, me the other names. I would say probably. Okay, then I right say. Blade. The, I use the elvish term for it. Oh, okay. Uh, to the elves, it is known as Shol al-Shadi. I say Shol al-Shadi. Yes, uh, as dear Eowyn here has called out. The, the blinding blade. No, we do not, we do not know of this, and we, you will not find it here. Turn around and go back to whence you came. We have a very, we have a very good reason to think that it is on this mountain, in fact, because... The, because it is so sacred, and I would love for us to pass without any scuffles. <laughs> <laughs> we are the Tash Es Kayana. Each of us oh. helps to keep the balance, and you throw off the balance. No, we, listen, we were looking for you, actually. What? 
Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Blackwing, right? Said yes, uh, our friend Blackwing. Um, Who's Blackwing? It sounds like he a duck was, superhero. It, he kind of <laughs> is. That's kind of an accurate description. That's actually pretty accurate. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, our friend Blackwing back there in the forest, he said that you might know where we should look. Ah, that great big oaf. <laughs> Olash goes, what? Can I just, now that I'm, I just wanted to say, like, now that I'm closer up, you are a very handsome creature. (laughs) Do not begin to try it. Oh, okay. Just an observation. Just out of curiosity, Mm -hmm. am I, are you, like, translating telepathically for us what's happening here, like, for those of us? Um, You can translate out loud, too. Yeah, Yeah. I've been doing a running translation for both of you who don't. Um, I say, you know, remember, I I don't know if we can sort of impress upon them how bad shit is gonna get if we don't find this thing. True. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. So, here's the thing, is the whole world's about to fall apart. (laughs) And... We were prophesied to uh, be the ones who could save it. Four of us were prophesied. Four of us were prophesied. Not quite sure which four yet. I show them my. I show them the little tempered steel destined hero bat. (laughs) See, we're qualified. (laughs) And I was literally transported here by a flower god. So yeah, but you. We have little time for this. Our work is important, and it never ends. We keep. The balance. The growth here is wild. You've had to burn much, cull many. Uh, And we have much more to do. Can we help you? You you think to help in our sacred duty. We have it under control. Oh, uh, yeah, of course. course. One of the other elves speaks up and says, But Durant, what of Rel? First yeah. elf, the first elf what fires back and says, Kaev Shayeth, this is our business. You can see they sort of share an angry stare. Um, and at this point, they're they're coming down from the trees. Mm-hmm. Seems no. like you raised a pretty good point there. I mean, maybe we should is there? that. Well, it seems like, yeah, yeah, it seems like maybe is someone hurt or is there uh... anything that maybe some dashing heroes could help with? Roll persuasion. And you have advantage. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's going to be a 19. The wood elf who has been doing most of the talking as of right now sort of turns and looks at the rest of his party, turns and looks at all of you, puts his hands on his hips and says, um, Vrel is another Kassa. We Kassa all work to keep the balance on the mountain. We hack back the branches do controlled burns, sometimes kill the wildlife should they get out of control to make sure that balance is preserved. Vrel disappeared some weeks ago. There's a cave about halfway up the mountain where he said he saw something and he went in after it and no one has seen him since. Oh, well, we'll go look for him. <laughs> I, I, well, <laughs> I sure. turn to the group and just like telepathically connect and say, we should go. This is our way in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Finding yeah. missing persons is kind of weird that they don't seem to care about an apocalyptic I, event. I don't, I they probably don't just know don't that you us. understand exactly what we're talking about. This cave 
is sacred. It leads to the heart of the mountain. None well, go in. What? That well, seems like the kind of place where a sacred weapon of destiny might be. And why did Rel go in? Vrel? Vrel, I'm sorry. Saw a creature. That something we'd never seen before. It was a... It looked like a, a man, but it had a, a large cap on its head. You're describing a, a man wearing a hat? <laughs> <laughs> they don't have hats in Elfland. <laughs> it, was, uh, it, it was all part of the same creature. He said it was the color of eggshell all the way through, and it ran into the cave and was never seen again, and Pharrell went back to look for it after we told him not to, and he has also not been seen since. The gnome doctor, wait, the, the doctor said something about mushroom people. Yeah. Gnome doctor. Francis. Uh, Francis. Was the doctor that you met in Crossroads who said that he saw a mushroom man. Right, Francis Kilwallow. Uh, Is this a different Francis? Different Francis. Oh. Different Francis. Um, the fungal expert. Yeah, he said he saw a mushroom man go into a cave about yeah, halfway yeah. up the mountain. We've heard of this. We've heard of this. Uh, we... Would love to investigate, if you'll allow us. We'll be very respectful of your sacred cave. Yeah, very respectful of very your sacred respectful. cave. Very respectful. pious people. Yes. Yothuk here is a priest. Indeed. I, the uh, leader uh, who you can deduce is Durat, based on what the other elf said, uh, sort of puts his hands up to, to stop you all from speaking, turns around to the rest of the group, and in hushed tones they begin to talk about something. I understand Elvish, and I can read lips. <laughs> yes, you can. Um, so you cannot see what Durat is saying because his back is to you, Right. but you can see what the others are saying, and you, you catch sort of wisps of the conversation. You hear, uh, or you see one of them say, but they, they could fix it. And then Durat has some response that you can't quite make out, and they go... Frel is my brother, and we have not been able to find him. Then there's some response from Durat. You're not sure what he says. And then they say, if you're not going to, then I will. And then there's some response. They all sort of nod at each other. And then Durat turns around, strides up to you, and says, um, Do you really mean to help? Of course, absolutely. Yeah, we're, I mean, we're in this, to be clear, to save the entire world. Um, we're, you know, we're very motivated. We, we want to help everyone and everything. And if that means helping uh, fix whatever's befallen your sacred, your sacred cave, we're, we're happy to do that as well. We, we mean, we come at this with only the best intentions. Fine, but we have conditions. All right, what are they? Sure, yes. Okay, what? We will lead you to the cave that okay. goes to the heart of the mountain. You will go in, either find Vrel or find evidence of him. When you come out, you will not give the location of this cave to anyone. Oh, of course. Anything you find inside, you will bring and show to us first. Okay. Okay. Anything. Okay. And if you do anything that harms the mountain, we will have more than words. And in return, <clears throat> you won't die in an apocalypse. Uh, I, they, I don't yes, even know absolutely. if I can do anything to harm a mountain. I mean, I'm pretty impressive. But... <laughs> you spoke of tunneling. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, that was more uh, traveling through sewers. It's a long Well, story. no, and I dug Yarfik out of a cave-in, oh, but I never yeah. dug a... I mean, I... 
I wouldn't dig a fresh tunnel into your sacred The one who caused the cave-in was Yafuk, and uh, I think his tunneling days are behind him. (laughs) (laughs) He learned his lesson. Very well, then. Um, We will lead you. Your horses and wagon will, uh, will be of little use. Oh, can you watch them? We are not stewards. No, of course, we of have course not. Work to do, and they will only slow us down. Uh, well, is there anyone? Because we can't just cause... let them starve to death or whatever. I mean, or or let, turn them loose. There. Yeah. I mean, Daybreak. Look at this animal. This is a noble animal. He's he's not fit for the wild. Roll charisma. Roll persuasion. Olash has both like, of us. Or you can roll too. Olash is either starting to water. You <laughs> 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 can't just leave him here. Um, that's a 23 for Persuasion. I got a 19. Uh, you do, Ola, uh, Ildov. I was going to call you Ola. <laughs> that's not your name. Ildov, oh. you do still have uh, advantage. Oh, yeah. Yep, that's a 23 for okay, Persuasion. Okay, still a 23. <laughs> Great. One of the uh, the other elves, not Durat, taps Durat on the shoulder and sort of just gives him a look. You don't really know what it means. You're not sure if they're, like, communicating in some meaningful way, but clearly he's trying to say something to him, and Durat turns back to you all and says fine we can bring them back to the village I'll dispatch Shev and Quarren they can bring them and then Kins Ellis and I will bring you to the cave great thank you you won't regret it they're really sweet so if there's anything in your saddlebags or in the wagon that you want to bring with you now is the time okay well we should I'm going to say you all bring three days' worth of rations in your packs yeah. in terms of food. Well, we could fit a bunch into the bag of holding, too, right? You can. There's a bunch of stuff in there already, right? Yeah, the bag of holding holds a lot. I think, yeah, just as much rations as we can fit in the bag of holding. I don't know. Maybe some cutlery? <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to bring my disguise kit. Yeah, I'm going to bring some knives and forks and utensils and stuff and rations in the bag of holding. Okay. Everything I have is... With me. Is on you, yeah. Because well, Yarfik will give you the bag so of holding rude. back if you want to put it back in your hair. Oh, great. Yes, I do. Okay. <laughs> um, Ildub, do you want to take a minute and say one last goodbye to the wagon? <laughs> I, I don't feel that's necessary, but thank right. you. You're stronger than most. <laughs> um, I whisper to Daybreak. Mm-hmm. I, I whisper to Daybreak. Listen. You're, you're going to be okay. These guys are going to love you once they get to know you. <laughs> Olash goes over to Beatrice and Claude and stands between the two of them and, and puts an arm over each of their necks and just gives them a big old hug and, and like, tears streaming down her face mm-hmm. because she has grown so attached to these two animals. And um, she she gives each of them a good pat on the side and and like rests her her head on the on each of their foreheads and like just sort of shares a moment with each of them. And then she goes up to the wagon and she rips two of the gargoyle arms off of it and goes over to Eowyn and puts them into, into the, the back of holding in your hair. Yes. Um that's new, Olash. <laughs> oh, yeah, I um I kind of collect arms now. Great. <laughs> Uh, and specifically, she took the one that has the pointer finger and the one that has the middle finger. Nice. So, just so we're clear on that. Okay. But you guys all collect the things that you need, and uh, Chev and Corin, uh, they they hitch the horses to the back of the wagon, uh, and they begin to lead them off, sort of down and around, sort of in a north or northward direction around that side of the mountain, and then 
Durat turns to the rest of you and says, well, uh, are you ready? Yes. Yes, let's go. And he and Kins and Ellis uh, set off at a pretty brisk pace. It seems that they don't have any trouble moving through this terrain. They clearly know it very well. Um, as they begin to move uh, further up the elevation of the mountain, uh, occasionally hacking at branches here and there, you know, very relatively roughly to get things out of the way. You see the path is overgrown in places, and many of the trees bear prior marks, so Ildov, you sort of deduce that the marks you saw earlier were probably caused by them and their efforts to beat back the forest uh, so that it's still traversable. And as you go further and further, this whole journey takes about six hours or so. Uh, So it is nighttime by the time that you approach this. When you arrive, you see that there is a uh, ground sort of evens out a little bit, and uh, against the uh, sharp rock wall on the mountain is a dark cave mouth. It's about seven feet wide. There's only a little bit of light from outside from the moon that leaches in, uh, and it leaches in just enough to show that it, it slopes down pretty sharply after about 15 feet. Once you approach the cave, the Tashas Kayana elves that are with you, they sort of keep their distance. They, they stay away from it for a bit, and they, they look up and they say, um, We have brought you where promised. Good luck, Eleth Tin Nakshav. Which, those of you that speak Elvish, know that that means may your footsteps go unheard. They then leave. And the five of you are left at the mouth of this cave. Uh, for those of us with dark vision, what can we see? Uh, you look in, and you see that the the cave is pretty unadorned at this section. It, it looks pretty bare, uh, but there is a, uh, a slar- uh, slarp. <laughs> <laughs> Brace yourselves! A slarp! <laughs> Uh, yeah, you guys are attacked by a whole swarm of slarps. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, there is a sharp slope, or a slope that goes down a sharp. A slarp shope? Yeah, there's oh, a, a slarp shope. Slarp shope uh, uh, is elven for a cave. Yeah. Uh, no, there's a sharp slope uh, that goes downward. So you walk into the cave about 15 feet, and then it, it goes downward at a pretty pretty steep gradient. Okay. Does the rock... I mean, does the footing look gravelly or, or unsteady in any way? It's it's sort of a mixture. There are portions of it where it's very gravelly, and then it looks like it sort of evens out, almost like there are platforms to, that let you go down it. Roll investigation. Anyone who's looking at the slope. Active investigation. Ten. Eleven. Um, oh, no. Seventeen. <laughs> Nine. Okay, and uh, yeah, Yarfik and Olash totally biffed that as well. Uh, Cassian, you said 17? Yeah. So you sort of take a knee right at the edge of the slope and you look down, and what stands out to you is, you know, this is very gravelly, but it looks like there are a couple of ruts in it, as if someone went down this and sort of like sl- their, their feet just sort of slid down. So you can see that it, it looks like this has been traversed somewhat recently. It's hard to tell exactly how recently, because there's not really much that looks like it could disturb this back to normal. Uh, but someone definitely went down this this slope. I also take an E because I assume Cassian's going for a huddle. Okay. <laughs> I'd say, it looks like, it looks to me, um, there's some ruts in the gravel as though someone slid down and maybe lost their footing and, uh, and, and sort of slid down that slope. But uh, it had to have been fairly recently, I think. Can I cast mold earth to change the sharpness of 
the slow, or at so least part of it. You can. I mean, that that earth is going to have to come from somewhere because you can't create earth. Right. So you, the 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 span of the slope is probably about. 15 feet wide okay and it looks like it, it it grows narrower as it goes down so you could feasibly like take earth from the sides mm-hmm. and put it in the middle or take earth from the middle and put it on the sides if you wanted to mm-hmm. um but changing the slope doesn't necessarily help all that much because the ceiling is is at an even angle going downward True. so eventually okay. if you change the slope too much you would close off the tunnel we also have the rope of climbing oh that can like we got that from who has that olash I believe Olash has the animated rope. But, well, so, should... but basically it'll just, it'll sort of unfurl itself and stretch down for us, right? So we can then an anchor itself so we yes. can climb down that. That might be the best way to go about it. Uh, I could also cast fly on something. Oh, you have fly now? I have Sick. fly now. <laughs> awesome. But I'd fly rather like not, I'd rather save stuff if we can do well, it a different way let me um, why don't i go investigate i'm i'm very graceful i could go down the rope of climbing and see what's down there okay sure cassian why don't you take the immovable rod and if you ever lose Good your footing and feel like you're going to fall just click the button there you go that is a fantastic idea I will, I will absolutely do that um if it would be um if it would be so good as to put um uh, cast light on um my shield i suppose Sure, I flick the shield. Okay, so uh, Eowyn, you cast light on Cassian's shield, uh, and your shield comes alight. And then uh, with one arm, uh, so Olash takes out the rope of climbing, rather, and takes a hold of it. You all, uh, you speak the command word for it, and the rope animates uh, and creates those knots in it uh, so that it's easier to climb down. They, They appear at one foot intervals along the rope. And you now have a 50-foot length of knotted rope. All right, so I'm going to... And it, it can, does it anchor itself off to something? Like, can it tie itself onto a, an anchor point? Uh, there's nothing really there to anchor it to, but Olash can hold the rope while you climb down. Okay, cool. Um, so I, I hand one end to her. I'm going to swing my shield around so that it's, like, on, on sort of on my chest. So okay. that it's casting light ahead of me. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to start to... Um, you know, carefully climbing down. Uh, just uh, go ahead and roll a dexterity check with advantage. Okay. Okay. Um, so that's, um, let's see, my dex. Okay, that's a 22. So uh, you begin to uh, sort of traverse down this, this gravelly tunnel, and it is... It's not really that tough. I mean, uh, the rope definitely helps and makes it easier, uh, but you find that with the combination of being able to, like, hold onto the rope and plant your feet against the ground, they don't slip out from under you. And you sort of hand over hand climb down about 50 feet, passing by sort of one of those little plateaus. You go over the edge of it and down. You make it to another one. And looking down from there, you can see there's there's another one of those little plateaus in the the tunnel. And, And then about... 20 feet beyond that, it looks like the tunnel evens out onto a flat plane. Okay. I'm going to sort of walk just a little ways down, or sorry, just to be clear, you're saying there's a slope and then a plateau and then another slope and then it goes flat? Correct. Okay. And can the rope get me down far enough to get to the flat part? You are at the end of the rope right now. Oh, okay. You're at the end of your rope. Okay. Uh, Well, I'm I'm gonna climb up and, uh, let everybody know what the deal is then. So I, I, I'm going to suggest that we, I say, I think we could 
climb down to the to the second plateau, and then from there climb down to where it where it levels off. Sounds good. Okay. Great. And then Olash can bring up the rear. We'll give her the rod, and she mm-hmm. can just try to go down it by foot and, and keep her footing and use the rod if she slips. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Let's, let's do that. Even if she does slip, I mean, it's not like it's going to... I don't think it's going to hurt her that badly to slide down to the to the platform, honestly. It could be fun, Olash. <laughs> <laughs> so Olash continues to keep her hold on the rope. Who's going down first? I'll go again. Roll a dex check once again with advantage. Um, that is uh, 14. Uh, so you make it down, uh, you, your feet, you know, you, you slip a couple of times here and there. You try to retrace your steps as best you can, but you make a couple of different footfalls. But otherwise, you make it down uh, without too much trouble. Give a little yank on the rope to let them know you're there. Who's next? Probably Yarfik. Probably Yarfik, you're right. I am um, Flick Yarfik, and Cashin's light extinguishes and Yarfik illuminates. Uh, <laughs> Yarfik has dark vision. Oh, great. Um, Never mind then. Yarfik grabs the rope and begins to climb down, and about halfway be- uh, between Olash and the first plateau, his feet fall out from under him, and he he begins to sort of just tumble and slide, just like butt slide <laughs> the way down. Doesn't take any damage because he's got heavy armor on, uh, but he just kind of gets knocked around a little bit and is uncomfortable. But then he regains his footing and climbs back down, makes it down to where Cassian is, and uh, tugs on the rope. Who's next? No, me. Um, I roll twice because advantage with the rope. Yep, yep. Great. 17 plus 1. Is it dexterity? Yep. Yeah, 17 and less than 17. Okay. Uh, so with a 17, you uh, you grab the rope and, and very daintily, carefully go down, uh, rappelling style, and you make it to the first plateau, and then you go up and over the edge, and... Back down, you make it down to where Cassian and Yarfik are. This plateau's getting a little crowded, but there's a little bit more room. You tug on the rope, Ildov. Um, I blow Olash a kiss. <laughs> head down. She catches it. Let's go with the rope. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. You have advantage. You have advantage. You can roll again. What just happened? I rolled a two and then a three, so that's a so that's a four. Four, okay. So you blow a kiss to Olash and go to grab the rope, but Olash blew the kiss a little too wet. Well, Olash, Olash goes to drops like holds the rope with only one hand yeah. and then goes to catch the kiss. Yeah. And because of that, when you go to grab the rope, it's no longer where you thought it would be. Oh no. So you don't you don't make any purchase with it and you you fall over the side. Oh. Um, and you go tumbling down. Uh, you take six points of uh, of bludgeoning damage. Uh, as you sort of catch yourself at at the plateau before going over the side any further. You know, there's a spell called um, fly. It allows you yeah, to... Yeah, I could do it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, oh, I just and don't want to right now. Get your sure. hands on the rope again. Okay. Olash calls, like, looks down and is like, are, are you okay? Yeah. And you, uh, you <laughs> climb the rest of the way down to that plateau. Okay. At this point, uh, and you you give a tug, Olash lets go of the rope mm-hmm. um, so that you guys can sort of reel it in. Mm. And then with the immovable rod, she slowly makes her way down to where you all are. The, pl- the plateau you guys are on at this point is full. Mm-hmm. So she just like clicks the rod and, and holds onto it, hanging on the slope. Uh, what are you guys doing now? Still got another 
platform and a half, essentially, to go. I mean, I guess we'll yeah, do the same thing. The same Second, first, same as the first. Yeah. Okay. Well, so, same uh, order. so Olash holding on to the immovable rod, you throw the rope over to her and she grabs that. Uh, same order? Yeah. Yeah, I sure. think so. Cassian? Go Just ahead. um, re- relight my shield, if you would, Owen. I don't think anyone ever I... actually unlit it. Why but... don't we um tie the well, rope but... to the rod at this point? Well, someone has to stay with. Because then, how do we get it back? No, I'm just oh, um, I'm just saying so that Olash doesn't have to hold it one-handed. Oh, that's a good point, oh. though. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Can she tie it to the rod while she's holding on to the rod? She has a lot of trouble doing that. Okay. Olash, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it's over under. It's a... bunny is. No, okay. Just we'll just do it the way we know. We'll just do it. Avalash, we'll just do it. She says, yeah, I I'm fine, it's okay. We can we can go ahead, just okay. climb down. Great. Got muscles okay, so for yeah, days. Climb down. So go oh, ahead, Dex right, Dex right. advantage. Oof. Um Ten. Ten. Uh, so you uh, make it down to the first plateau, and as you go up and over the uh, the other side of it, you lose your grip on the rope, um, and you sort of slide down on your stomach. So on your shield, it's a, you're kind of like tobogganing down <laughs> the tunnel awesome. at this point. Um, so you don't take any damage, uh, but you can't see where you are until you get up at the bottom. And then you can see, see you're in a uh, a larger tunnel. This is sort of opened up into a larger space. And there is some plant life down here, uh, which is interesting. The rest of the tunnel seem pretty barren. Uh, but down here, there is, uh, you see a lot of fungus mostly, and uh, some of it is bioluminescent. Um, so you can, you can faintly see there's like a dim light uh, from these mushrooms, which most of which look normal sized from, from the area okay. that you're in. I'm going to... Um cover my mouth and nose with my cloak and prod at the fungus a little bit. Okay. Uh, while that's happening, everyone else is coming down, so... Mm-hmm. Yarfik... With my rapier, to be clear. Uh, yep, Yarfik, uh, this time makes it down no problem, gets down to the bottom. Eowyn? Yeah, 17 plus 18. Uh, Eowyn, you make it down no problem as well. Ildov? Uh, 17. 17, you make it down no problem, and then... <laughs> no kisses this time. Olash... Uh, yeah, and Olash makes it down no trouble as well. So you're all gathered at the bottom, and uh, what you see is Cassian has wrapped his cloak around his uh, face, Phantom of the Opera style, and is reaching out with his rapier to poke at uh, at one of these mushrooms. Uh, you poke at it, and there's a little puff of, of spores from these little... These mushrooms, they look like puffball mushrooms. Uh, they're a little bit bigger, but it sort of just puffs out a little bit and then settles, and... Nothing happens. I guess I'm, I, I'd like to... Is it? Can I just do a nature check to see if I know anything about sure. these mushrooms? Absolutely. I guess I will as well. Yeah. Um, that's, that's a, a 16. 16. 19. You're not aware of them being a poisonous mushroom or, or having any sort of ill effects. Um, there are a number of perfectly benign mushrooms out there that have that bioluminescent effect, and you're... 99% sure, sure that these are them. Yeah, um, I took an herbology class for a little bit, finished that in a day. <laughs> I think these are fine. We shouldn't go eating them, probably, but uh, no need to worry about breathing in the spores. Okay, good to know. So you are all gathered at essentially the mouth of this large cavern, poking at mushrooms. Uh, let's get some perception <laughs> checks. Okay. Oh. Fifteen. Okay. Um, nine. Eight. Yarfik rolled a natural one. Oh, oh no. God. Uh, but Olash got 
That was uh, Olash had a 15. Cassian, you said you had a 15? Yep. Cassian and Olash, uh, you take a look around the cavern, and once again, these sort of like small bioluminescent mushrooms are like ringing all around the, uh, the base of it. Uh, and looking up the walls, you see a lot of sort of smooth stone in places, uh, some like bare dirt, sort of the, the uh, bottom roots of... Yeah, bear dirt. Bear dirt. <laughs> it's, bear, it's bear grills his brother. Yeah. Um, no, uh, you see. Wait, what? <laughs> they have the same first name but different last. Name. Yeah, yeah, it's a cultural thing. I don't expect bear you to understand. Dirt. He lives in a star. <laughs> <laughs> but you see, like the the bottoms of roots of plants that are overhead that have have reached all the way down. You notice there are some uh, largish spider webs. Uh, some of them caked with dirt. Some of them look a little bit fresher. I mean, it's it's pretty standard cave ceiling fare. Okay. Okay. Looks like uh, it looks to be a standard cave ceiling. Nothing particularly special. Just pretty run of the mill cave ceiling. Great. Good. Good. Good announcement. Tui, can I detect any magic? Uh, so you cast Detect Magic, and as mm-hmm. you look around, you don't see anything in this cavern that is innately magical, but you do get sort of this, like, faint, radiant magic sense coming from somewhere ahead of you mm-hmm. and far down below. Mm. And, um, this cave, Sam, is it, like, is it, like, more like a tunnel or more like a big open cave? Like, how, what kind of a space are we standing in? It's, it's sort of a tunnel that opens into a very big open cave. Um, okay. And you can see that there's another opening on the far end. Uh, it's dark on that one. You can't really see where exactly it goes. Uh, but it looks like there's there's a path ahead. I go okay. to the path and see what's inside. <laughs> I'm tired <laughs> of standing around. I want to get this over with. Yeah, let's go. All right, yeah, let's go. Uh, so you go and travel through you begin to hear some noises you're not entirely sure what they are instantly uh you're you're sort of walking through the middle of this large open cave and you hear these little sort of like noises but more rapid than that um almost like the like very pointy legs moving very quickly oh do i recognize that as because I've dealt, I don't know if they're spiders, but I would recognize them if they were. That's true, actually. You and Olash, you can roll with, a, uh, rolled nature with advantage. Great. Say so you have advantage. Should we all roll? 22. The rest of you can also roll nature. Oh, 24. I got a 10. No, 22. 22. 22. 10. Uh, so Olash also rolled very well, but A, when you get it out first, you sort of put your arms out and stop everyone. You're like dead center Wait. in the cave right now. And you know for a fact... There are spiders in here. Oh, gosh. Do you remember the flashcard? Spider. Spider bad. Yes, very good. Those are spiders. Guys, I recognize that sound anywhere. That is a, that is a, well, that's a spider. I reach into um, the the bag of holding in Eowyn's hair and pull out a torch (laughs) and light it. (laughs) I swat away at his hand because I think it might be a spider. As you light (laughs) the torch, as you light the torch, you all look overhead and lowering down from the center of the ceiling is a ah! spider ah! approximately oh the size of a oh god <laughs> of the griffin that you met a, f- the, uh, a few days earlier that's not great and that's where we'll end this episode ah! <laughs> thank you for listening 
can follow us on all the things at IWVTCast, and you can check out the other great podcasts from PumaKnife at TeamPumaKnife.com. You know, here at Improvised Weapons, we love the 80s, and here's how we like to show it. Re 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 view 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 re 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 view 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 do 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 leave a review if you want to oh please leave a review when you leave a review it's of course good for us but it's also good for you so write a review write a review please write a review do it for us but not just us also do it for you write a review. Write a review. Look at your hands. You can also go to patreon.com slash IWVTCast and get some sweet rewards in return for supporting the show. There's an extra weekly podcast, access to our homebrewed content, and even special videos from our live shows. And it's all only available on Patreon. All the music in this episode was written and recorded by Adam Rabin. You can check out Adam Rabin's fun new EP, One of a Kind, on Spotify, Apple Music, and Amazon Music. Tune in next time as the party deals with the overhead spider threat. We'll see you on the next episode of Improvised Weapons. has been a Puma Knife production.